0: Hi, I'm Jackson, the fifty-something man dressed in a pair of work overalls said. Hi, Jackson. Twenty-two men and women of various ethnic backgrounds spoke back to him in unison. They sat around three banquet-length tables that were pushed together as one, and Denise wanted to hightail it out of there as fast as she could. For nearly an hour, she and her husband, Derek, both of them dressed in professional business suits, had listened to one recovering drug addict after another, sharing multiple horror stories, yet Denise still couldn't understand why they were there, why they were humiliating themselves in such a very shameful way. It was true that during the wee hours of the morning, Derek had awakened from a torturous nightmare and had decided that they both needed serious help but Denise honestly couldn't have disagreed with him more. She couldn't fathom any of his thinking because the truth of the matter was, she and Derek weren't the least bit addicted to anything. She did take Vicodin nightly for relaxation purposes, what with all the major stress she endured as director of nursing for one of the Chicago area's largest nursing homes. But finding various ways to relax was normal for just about anyone she could think of. Then... As far as Derek was concerned, about a year ago, he'd begun snorting a little cocaine socially with a couple of his close colleagues, but that was it. Of course, he hadn't actually planned on telling Denise about his newfound indulgence, but when she'd accidentally discovered a small plastic baggie in his blazer pocket of all places, filled with some white powdery substance, she confronted him. He'd apologized for hiding things from her and while she hadn't necessarily liked the idea of him using an illegal drug, she also couldn't deny that she'd always been curious about it herself. Her parents had raised her to be a good girl, and when she'd become a teenager, they'd kept her away from bad-girl sorts of things, such as late-night parties and the kind of friends who could do whatever they wanted when they wanted to. Her father had also forbade her to be friends with any child, Even her own cousins, who didn't live in a suitable neighborhood and didn't attend private school, he'd made it very clear that she wasn't to consort with riffraff of any kind unless their parents were of a certain class. In the end, her parents had basically guarded her day and night, told her that she didn't need many friends anyway, and had insisted she should focus mainly on being the best student possible. They'd also encouraged her to read her Bible daily and had kept her frequently involved in church activities. This, of course, had been fine, though because it was Denise's upbringing that had stopped her from doing anything that wasn't good for her, specifically during her college years. She hadn't even dated all that much back then and had primarily concentrated on her studies and potentially bright future in nursing. She'd learned to do exactly as her father had expected and she'd gone very far in life because of it. Still, for some reason, she'd always wondered what it would be like to smoke marijuana, or even snort a little cocaine, for that matter, simply because she'd never done anything irrational. Maybe her strong interest in trying drugs stemmed from how strict her parents had been and the fact that everything had been so off-limits, because no matter how much education she'd gotten or how often she'd gone to church, she'd never been able to shed this relentless need to do something out of the ordinary, something wild even. She'd known it was crazy and lowly of her to even consider such things, which was the reason she'd never shared these feelings with another living soul. But her curiosity was what it was, and she couldn't help it. So much so that when the opportunity had presented itself, she'd taken it. She'd debated back and forth and then back and forth again. But three months ago, when she’d found herself home alone taking a much-needed day off from work, she’d pulled out Derek's stash from the tan metal box he kept it in, even then, as she’d held it in her hand. She'd debated a while longer, but then she had finally poured a tiny line of cocaine onto one of her hand mirrors and snorted it with a straw she’d gotten from the kitchen. At first, She'd wondered how long it would take before she felt anything. But in a couple of minutes, she'd gotten her first buzz.